War is where the young and stupid are tricked by the old and bitter into killing each other. Hello and welcome to episode 345 of Under the Call of MS. This is going to be another previews of goodies coming in the future to a shop or an online store near you. And we're going to start this off with a little video game talk to get you caught up on some of the new games that have, <coughs> excuse me, have come out recently that you can enjoy and check out if you want. Uh, from some PlayStation things, I, some of these may come out on other systems, but these I've uh, seen all the information about, watched the uh, videos of them on the PlayStation Network uh, sites. Uh, first one is The Dead Tree of Ranchoana. It's a first-person first person ghostly travel puzzle solver-looking game. has that nice dark feel to it. I give it a 2 out of 5 for a little, little bit that I did see so far. Uh, War Hospital basically looks like just that. It was like a 30-second clip of you working inside of a World War II, World War One, old military-style hospital out in the field. I give it a 1 out of 5 because they didn't have no gameplay or nothing, so I have no idea what you're going to be doing. Uh, Far, Cry, Far Cry 6 has a Rambo-free crossover mission coming out. And Far Cry with characters, the Far Cry characters, basically, with the weapons, vehicles, explosions, and fun from the Rambo movies. Uh, I give it a 5 out of 5 because, hey, if I get to fly around uh, that big, heavily armored, weaponed up helicopter from the movies, and then you get to use the exploding arrows and all that stuff, yeah, I'm in. I want to definitely play that expansion. The Sony State of Play, they had a recent one, one recently, uh, which was pretty sad because all they did was talk about Gran Turismo 7 for 30 plus minutes, just a huge 30 minute snooze fest. I gave it a 3 out of 5. It's got over 400 cars in it, 34 locations, 90 layouts, and with more to come, but I was never a fan of the Gran Turismo games, but hey, if you like it, you like it. Don't take my opinion. I'm just telling you what's coming out and giving you my view of it, rating view of it. Uh, the, the Sealed Ampulae, not Amputee, it's Ampulae. Uh, basically, a girl loses her mom and buys a used dungeon with dead people in it. <laughs> there's, so there's like a murder mystery to solve. There's critters and puzzles. I give it a 2 out of 5 so far until I get my hands on it. The Q-Byte, Q-U-B-Y-T-E Classics, The Humans. Basically going back to the Stone Age. It's a side-scroller style, Toonie Caveman game. I give it a 3 out of 5. 
looked kind of fun. Uh, Maglum Lord, a devilish action RPG. Find Love, Save Your Species, Battle Demons. It's basically a storyline plus a love story all in one. Gave it a 4 out of 5. It looked pretty interesting. El Gancho. It's an animated dinosaur with weapons and abilities. 2D leveler style game. Looked kind of fun. Little cheesy graphics, but looked kind of fun. Uh, 3 out of 5. Ali Ali World. Uh, I've heard great things about this from other people playing it recently. It's a Toonie style skateboard game with the trials feel. Uh, Side-scrolling feel to it with a little skate parkour type actions in the movements. I gave it a 5 out of 5 just from what I've heard and what I've seen. I definitely want to check that one out, get my hands on it. They have Evil Dead, the game, coming out. I mean, you get to relive the movies with Ash in the game. Eh, that's enough said. That's all I got to hear. It gets a 5 out of 5 for me. Anything Evil Dead-ish. And I played all the PlayStation ones back in the early days. They're all fun in their own ways. Some pretty hard to figure out what you had to do and stuff. But still enjoy the background storylines. Uh, Unbound Worlds Apart. This is a platformer with Java-looking characters in a monster world, or Jawa, the little Star Wars Jawa characters in their hooded robes, that type of character it looked like. Kind of like a cross between the Jawa and what's-his-name from He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Just, you, get, you get it from that type of description, I'm sure. Uh, and that character is basically running around in a monster, spooky type world. I gave it a 5 out of 5. It looked pretty fun. Uh, nicely fast-paced and stuff. Then we got Atomic Heart. This one's a futuristic world with interesting AI. Kind of like a big Bioshock feel to it. But, uh... With a little crisis, prey, crossover to it. I gave it a 5 out of 5. Definitely looks good. Animal Well. This is a weird pixelized platformer with animals. Give it a 3 out of 5 to start with. Till we see more. Post the Void. This is Quake meets Retro style. Visionaries. Uh, give it a 2 out of 5. Maybe a 3 out of 5. I just recently played Quake again. It's fun, fast-paced shooter. But you get bored with it quick. Uh, Salt and Sacrifice. This game it looks like you hunt mages. And invade other characters in player versus player. Or work together against demons. I gave it a 3 out of 5. The demons that you fight look like pretty big, big entities that you're dealing with. Uh, Samurai Gun 2. It's a pixelated space puzzle battler 
with platform style levels, I give it a one out of five. Wasn't too impressed with the looks of it. Lego brawls, uh, build your own brawler, battle with friends, upgrade, become the top brawler. Yeah, three out of five. It's just another brawling game. Using Lego style characters, at least you can build your characters. Uh, ammo pigs cocked and loaded. <laughs> this is pigs with weapons. I mean, saving chickens, platformer style. I gave it a four out of five. You got pigs with weapons. Looks fun. Uh, Rip out is a first person shooter with alien creatures mixed with AI units. Uh, has a doom feel feel to it. I gave it a five out of five. It's Definitely going to be a fun, fun sci-fi game to play. Uh, they had a PlayStation Indie Spotlight where they had uh, they showed Moss Book Two, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge, Post Void, Salt and Sacrifice, Hello Neighbor Two, Samurai Gun Two, and Animal Well were all uh, represented in there. Swap Star. This is a ball swap puzzler style game with abilities and customer customization. Give it a 3 out of 5. It's a mindless uh, color changing game, ball swapping game. Infernix. It's a Castlevania meets Ghost and Goblins with abilities like jetpacks type game. Yeah. I love the, that style of game, and you throw jetpacks in there. I'll give it a 4 out of 5. See where it goes in the long run. Then we have Star Tenders. This is a PSVR intergalactic bartending. Build your own bar ship, explore the galaxy, get people drunk. Hell yeah, 4 out of 5 for me. I just need to get some damn VR uh, equipment so I can play some of these VR games. And we got had Beat Souls. This is a dance battle with unique characters and abilities. I give it a 3 out of 5. It looks fun. And then 35mm. This is a dark, spooky exploration. First person style game with picture taken. Give it a 3 out of 5. They did some picture taken. I expected something spooky to happen, but it didn't after I waited a while. So, eh. It only gets a 3 out of 5 for now. Otherwise, it would have probably got a 4 or 5 out of 5 if they would have had some action and excitement in there. But, but yeah, that's the gaming that we have for you today. And we'll get back to you with some goodies to buy and then more stuff in the future. And I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, up next we got Grip of the Combinat. Original graphic novel trade paperback by Image Comics. Two mega corporations wage an eternal tug of war for the ruins of our future solar system. Pulpy sci fi adventure, escalating unattended consequences, wry satire, and pure goofery combine in seven potent chapters of comics entertainment to make Grip of the Combinat. An unholy love child of Vorhoven and Asimov. An original graphic novel from the deranged minds of comics wonderkinder. Simon Roy, 
and Damon Gentry. Oh, uh, they could give us a little more teasers of it. Because they had me for a second there, but then I'm like, yeah, I don't know. There's a Gypsy Sultry Bag set of five comics by Boundless Comics. There's a Harry Potter Conversation Cards by Insight Editions. Which my wife would like if it wasn't Harry Potter, but she likes when we get the uh, board games like Trivial Pursuit and stuff. She'll read the cards, but she won't play the game. She doesn't like to lose. So something like that would be more up her alley. Uh, but just not in Harry Potter form. <laughs> Hawk the Slayer number one of five by Rebellion. A few years have passed since Hawk and his trusty band of warriors defeated the evil wizard Bolton. But Hawk is still uneasy, fearing that the dark wizards have only temporarily disappeared and are due to return once again. Hawk must assemble a team of warriors to confront the returning evil. The mind sword may be the key to saving the world, but it is also responsible for the resurgence of these ungodly forces and that's by rebellion comics there's a helena sacrilege bag set of four comics by boundless comics uh we have house of dolman trade paperback by rebellion comics Genius creator and expert ventriloquist. Eric Dolman has created a small army of robotic puppets to help the forces of law and order fight law and order fight back against crime. Whatever the situation, Dolman has a mechanical warrior perfectly suited to get the job done. From the safety of his flying Dolmobile. He directs Raider, Elasto, Mole, Togo, and Giggler into action. Occasionally, they will question his judgment and bicker amongst one another, one another, even though they aren't capable of independent thought. I mean, this is a... It's hard to do this when you got doll man out there it's like i don't know about doll man it's like i'd rather read the doll man style franchise myself uh i thought this was in last month but we'll see what it says hulk grand design madness number one by marvel comics uh, Jim Rugg concludes his creative reimagining of the entire history of the Incredible Hulk in this can't-miss oversized issue. You'll never look at Bruce Banner the same way again. I don't know. I'm curious now. I'm thinking it's basically the same one that was in last month's. Well, I'll have to look back and see, I guess. We have Hulk versus Thor. Banner of War Alpha number one one shot by Marvel Comics. Hulk and Thor have both undergone massive changes recently, but one thing remains constant: constant their hated heated re- uh, their heated rivalry. 
when mysterious circumstances bring them into conflict once more, will the God of Thunder be able to triumph against a Bruce Banner who can now control his rage? (laughs) Should be interesting, but I don't know. It's got a thing here saying key mysteries from both series will be revealed as well as shocking consequences for the future of both characters continued in May's Thor number 25 and Hulk number 7. So if I get this, I'm going to have to get number 25 of Thor and I should have the Hulk number 7 because I'm following that run. I might have to get those uh, these other ones then also. We'll see. I Want to Be a Wall. Graphic Novel, Volume 1 by Yen Press. <laughs> Eureka, an asexual woman, agrees to take a husband to satisfy her parents, which is how she finds herself trying tying the knot with Gakaruata, a gay man in love with his childhood friend with his own family circumstances. And so begins the tale of their marriage of convenience. Well, that's really a stupid reason to get married, but hey, if you're still living in that type of society that you gotta hide all that, I guess that's what you gotta do. Uh, I'd attend Deities No Only Peace, graphic novel, volume one by Seven Seas. Entertainment, uh, based on the original webcomic from Amahara. This edgy fantasy manga features new art from Cool Kiyosiyaniakiya. It's been 800 years since the powerful Aitaten deities sealed away the demons who plagued humanity. To the foul mouth Hayato, a young deity, the story is mostly a myth. For this new generation of idol deities, deities, there's not just not much to do as they watch over the humans in peace. But when the seal of the demons breaks, it's up to Hayatu and his oddball compatriots to come to humanity's rescue. Can these misfit gods who know nothing of war rise to the challenge? Or is a demon threat in a messy mortal world too much to handle? Mm-hmm. Don't know. All right. We got Image 30th Anniversary Anthology, number one, by Image Comics. Oh, we got Celebrate the 30th Anniversary of the First Image Comic with a year-long parade of all-new stories for some of the biggest and best names in comics. Featuring a combination of ongoing serials and standalone short stories, this inaugural issue kicks off with its first chapters of two 12-part stories. The Blizzards by Geoff Johns and Andre Moody and Red Stitches by Red Fletcher and Babs Tarr Plus the opening installment of a trio of three partners, Gospel for a New Century, Loop Hopeless, 
and shift. I mean, they could give us some stuff. They got some great people in here. Mercon Dolpo, Scotty Young. I mean, they, just, they aren't given descriptions, just names of the different titles, but they have an image first. They have a ton of image first. Comics coming out in this catalog, including I Hate Fairyland number one, which, I mean, for a buck, I mean, grab it. It was a great, fun comic. Uh, but they have a bunch of other ones. You can also check out. There's also Immortal Red Sonia number one by Dynamite Entertainment. Sonia, as you have never witnessed, it is time. It is a time of British legend. A young Red Sonia, cursed by mysterious chainmail, seeks counsel with the mysterious Merlin. She seeks to be rid of her curse in order to forge a future of fantasy and adventure. She will be pursued by the loath- loathsome Green Knight, and if she survives and arrives at the castle of Merlin, what she finds would be infinitely more than she bargained for. By the Interesting, another new Red Sonia run. She's been pumping out a lot of new stuff this past year. So they're going to keep going. There's an ish one shot by Silver Sprocket. Pretty expensive for a one shot. An evocative and contemplative collection of short stories. Ish explores the complicated nature of grief, grief through a series of loosely connected. Each glimpse brings another layer to the nuances of healing from the deep muck of despair to unexpected joys, all told with care and thoughtfulness that shows through the pages. Yeah, I think, I don't know. It's kind of weird that it's that expensive for a one shot, but must be a grab. It doesn't say trade. All right. We'll finish it off with this one. It's Just Not My Night. Fallen Vampire Queen Graphic Novel Volume 1 by Seven Seas Ghost Ship. Powerful vampirist Manamir is on the verge of a world conquest. But when a teleportation spell goes awry, she finds herself stranded on Earth. Not only has she been flung into the world that's not her own, she has lost the very power that defies a fam- defines a vampire, the ability to drink human blood. Manimer has to make ends meet somehow, and she's about to discover that it's a hard world out there for a single working woman in this raunchy, raunchy supernatural comedy. Interesting. But we will end it there and get more soon. Alright, let's look at some more stuff that you can buy in the future coming up at your comic shops. We have Legion of X, number one, by Marvel Comics. Oh, let's see here. The Lost, well, Krakoa to Remain a Mutant Sanctuary. Krakoa must safeguard itself against those who would damage its peace or traumatize its people. 
the lost must be found and the wicked must face redemption or retribution. It's up to the ever soulful swashbuckler, Nightcrawler. Yeah, Nightcrawler is a big time swashbuckler. (laughs) To keep the spark alive and Legion to host his unique team in the psychedelic mind space called the Altar. 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 With Pixie on point, Joggernaut as a one-man riot squad, and a host of ex-favorites on the beat. The Legion of X will do anything to protect mutants, right to, to pursue happiness and hope. Kicking off with a hunt for a missing Iraqi god and a skinjacker possessing innocent mutants. Uh, lots of characters and stuff that I never heard of, so... I like that Nightcrawler's taking the lead. He or she deserves it. I don't know what the character is nowadays. Uh, Gender identify identify I'm wrong or whatever. I don't know what. If there is a new Nightcrawler out there like every other character or what. I always like Nightcrawler. We have Lego Ninjago and Garmadon number one by Image Comics. This is a series premiere. The all new Lego Ninjago comic book series starts here. Perfect for fans new and old alike. An official new chapter of the Lego Ninjago universe begins here. Far away from Ninjago City, a village is terrorized by a mysterious new threat. When they're saved by a stranger with incredible powers known as Garmadon, Lord of Destruction has Garmadon turned over a new leaf since his disappearance? Or is this just the first step in this master plan of finally defeating Master Wu and the ninja forever? I don't know nothing about those characters either. Maybe I should get my ass to reading some of this shit, huh? I like the Ninjago animated stuff, but don't read any of it. See, the computer wants to be slow right away this morning. We have Let's Go Karaoke by Yen Press. If it'll ever come up. And while I'm waiting on that, I'll mention there is a variety of pop pins coming out that are Goonies related. And they have a Goonies sloth pin that you're going to need to add to your collection if you are a collector of pins. Oh, come on. Don't be like this. Yeah. Computer's freezing up on me. I have to redo this. Well, I can do Libus Tross, trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. During the final years of the Weimar Republic, Sam meets Philip in Berlin and they fall in love. 
their romance is hit with an unspeakable reality as the Nazis come to power and fascism makes them a target. Oh, he's got to go back to Nazism shit. Thinking this. Come on, computer, don't be like this all day. It's going to be a long day if the the computer's going to be like this. But we finally got into Let's Go Karaoke. It's a graphic novel by Yen Press. Satomi, president of his school's choir club, gets embroiled in a bizarre situation when he's asked by Kaiuji, the Yakuza, to give him voice lessons. Surprisingly, Kaiuji's quite serious and diligent in his practice, too. As the two spend time together, where will the odd friendship take them? I'm guessing to their own little relationship. All right. Now I'm coming across a bunch of number twos and threes. All right, we got Macabre Motel One Shot by Kex Publishing or Sex C E X Publishing. Uh, writer creator Frank Martin. I've been dealing with Frank with. Uh, some Kickstarters lately, so I have been happy with his stuff. Welcomes you to the Macabre Motel, a Twilight Zone-inspired weird horror story that will leave you feeling deeply unsettled long after the final page. Anxious about his girlfriend's family, Steve decides to rest his eyes at the only motel around. But once inside, the bizarre cast of characters leaves him shaken. Oh, the phone rang. I guess they don't want to talk to me. Uh, the bizarre cast of characters leaves him shaken, terrified, and questioning his very sanity. Are you ready to enter the macabre motel? I'm ready. I'll check it out. I like what he's done so far with his writings. Uh, next up, we got Magic Artisan, Dahlia Wilts, No More, graphic novel by Seven Seas Entertainment. Yeah, I take a sip of coffee here. Yeah. Got a really raspy voice today. All right. A woman reincarnated in a new world decides to use her talents to craft magical tools. Reincarnated in a fantasy world, Delia immerses herself in the art of crafting magic item, magical items. Using manufacturing knowledge from her previous life and the skills her new father has taught her. She invents blow dryers and other specialized tools, finding pleasure in everyday activities. Delia won't hang her head in depression like she used to. She's determined to enjoy her second chance at life. Okay. It's unique to see a magical mystery maker, someone that makes items into magical 
useful magical items that people with magical powers can use. All right, we got Magic Hidden Planeswalker, number one by Boom Studios. Delve even deeper into the Magic the Gathering universe with this comic and screenwriter Meridred Scott and artist Fabiana Mascola. While our heroes have many dangers to face throughout the multiverse, the powerful necromancer Liliana Vess returns to her new home as a professor at the greatest college of magic in the universe. But she doesn't return alone. Sensing the presence of a distant planeswalker calling for help, one with the power to save or destroy entire planes, puts her on a collision course with the diabolic machinations of the Tezzeret, the master of metal. I did enjoy that new introduction into New Run of Magic comics a while back, and I could see getting into that one. And we have, uh, for Man-Thing fans, we have a Man-Thing designer vinyl figure from Mondo's Tees LLC you can pick up. Pretty cool looking Man-Thing figure. Then we have Manga Z, number one, by Antarctic Press. Presenting an all-new collection of manga theme adventure from around the world. The adventures of Lenophile, would-be royal guard Kyle, down on his luck, somehow finds his way into the Forest of the Lost, where he's captured by the elf Lenophile. By elf law, no human is allowed to return alive from the forest. Can Kyle avoid a death sentence? If so, will he wish he hadn't? Foxy and Wolfie. Uh, MD Afflicted Spirit Guard. Guardian Foxy and her Lupine partner, Amaya, travel between the human and demon worlds to combat bloodthirsty, genocidal, demonic forces. Jazz Dahl. The year is 1926, and flapper showgirl Moxie Valentine is the talk of the town. However, she holds a secret that will change everything, plus a special preview of the immortal Red Fox, the hero who hates evil and loves a good time, 500 years in the making. This sounds kind of fun. It sounds like a variety of different stories. It's a... might be worth checking out. We will see. It's not badly priced for a pre-order. They have a Marvel Graphic comic box. The Captain America bundle of five comics that you can pick up. They have a Fantastic Four bundle of five comics you can pick up by Marvel Comics. There's a Marvel Mini Mates Fantastic Four. Characters are coming out by Diamond Select. I love the mini mates. They're fun though. They're nice and small. You can stick them on your counter and get away with that stuff. There's a Marvel Spider-Man Venom Poison Pop, which looks really cool. There's a Mass Effect three-piece limited edition pin set if you're into the Mass Effect video games. 
There's a medieval Lady Death Warrior Bag set of eight comics by Boundless Comics. I've talked about one other one of these in another previews, but they have a midnight movie, Little Frankie, Tiny Terror, PVC statue statue by Retro Agogo, which looks like a lot of fun. We're going to end it there, and we'll get back with more stuff soon. Okay, next up to buy would be Midnight Rose One-Shot by Aftershock Comics. 64-page one-shot, nice sized at least. Join the legendary Jim Starlin and Nicole Jelinek uh, on a journey through the life of a singular, frightening, and very human creature, Midnight Rose. A particularly bizarre tale of loneliness, love, and what happens when you can't help but give in to the vengeance growing deep within yourself. Doesn't really tell us too much about the what's growing in you and stuff. There's a Minions Skull 8-inch art figure, which is cool because you get the little skeleton of the Minion character showing inside the actual character. It's an interesting little little thing to have on display. Then we have... Oh, no, those are ongoing. There's a Monopoly Star Wars Boba Fett edition board game coming out. And then we have a Monster Fun Easter Special 2022 by Rebellion Comics. Monster Fun returns with this first issue of a new bi-monthly anthology. Guaranteed to have you howling with laughter. Easter is here and that means that Sweeney Toddler <laughs> will be up to some extremely naughty behavior. Frankie Stein manages to lose his own brain. Helly the sweet-natured demon tries to help the Easter Bunny, but may have ruined the holiday forever, and the leopard from Lime Street springs into action, investigating secrets from his past. That sounds like a lot of fun little characters. Not sure if it's all ages or what. I might just pick it up, because it just sounds fun. I like monsters. I like when they do fun things with them. Alright, speaking of monsters, we got Monster Men Isle of Terror, number one of three from American Mythology. Take this deluxe blank cover edition to a local convention and have... This is a blank cover, blank sketch cover that you can get, but it doesn't tell me nothing about it. That must have been a series that came out before and I'm just missing it. Not not mentally remembering what's up with that. They've been doing these black, white, and blood, black, white, and red uh, comics for all the different characters. Which have been a lot of fun. 
And now they have Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood, number one by Marvel Comics. A Blood Moon Rises, and its contents are black, white, and red. A bevy of comicdom's finest creators put their mark upon the first of Kanshu in stories depicted in stark black, white, and blood red. Jonathan Hickman and Chris Bashalo introduced the all-different Moon Knight of the future. Mark Guggenheim and Jorge Formez tell of a Moon Knight adventure in reverse. And Marua Aedel and Dutan Akande team the white-clad crusader up with the amazing Spider-Man for a harrowing night of adventure. I uh, love that they're sticking with the multi-story format like they did in the Deadpools. Uh, So I'm going to jump on this run. What the heck? I wanna, I love the other ones. I there were a few that I didn't get that I wish I would have, but yeah, I'm gonna definitely check that out. They have Magic Gathering TCG, twelve sided keyword counters, dice pack that you can pick up. Very nice looking, and it's got the different symbols on it and help you with. The newer versions of Magic Gathering, I'm guessing. I haven't, I've been buying the cards on and off, just pack here and there, but haven't been playing. So just to see what the new abilities and stuff are. And it does look like they're using different types of counter cards nowadays, but this, of course, is by Ultra Pro. Uh, we have a Magic, Magic to Gather unpainted minifigure packs. Coming out, they have pack number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, and number six, all by WizKids. They don't have pictures of them, sadly. So I don't know what the figures look like, but I'd probably buy a couple of the packs if I could see the figures up up front. But I guess I will have to wait till I see them in a store somewhere. And then we got My Bad Trade Paperback by Ahoy Comics, right after I take a sip of coffee. (sighs) I wish coffee tasted good. I know people are out there like, then why the hell are you drinking it? Because I like something warm and perky in the morning. A sharp superhero spoof from a Stellar team that includes co-creators of Irredeemable and Second Coming. In Gravel City, the supervillain Emperor King has devised not only a sadistic death trap for his archenemy, the Accelerator, but also the means to penetrate the top secrets of his archenemy, his other archenemy, the Chandelier. Get in the ground floor of the important new comic book universe. Sounds like they're taking over the Beauty and the Beast house. The chandelier, the coffee cup, the teacup, the piano, the chandelabra. Alright. Naughty list. Number one by Aftershock Comics. I had a family once. 
a wife who loved me, a child we loved together. That's all gone now. Been gone for hundreds of years. All because of that damn star. Well, wouldn't it be because most people don't live over 100 years? My name, it depends on where you live. Some call me Chris Kringle. Others Papa Noel. But my real name is Nicholas Sinterklaas. And this is the story of what happens when you steal my naughty list. Up on the housetop, click, click, click. Down through the chimney with old Saint Nick. From the mind of Nick Santora. The fugitive, er, and illustrated by Lee Ferguson. Comes the Santa Claus origin story we're sure you've never heard before. All I know what this is about is how long is it going to be? How many comics? It's the number one, so I'm afraid of that being a long, longer run than wanted since it is with Aftershock Comics. I'd invest in a five issue maybe, but we'll see. See if I even waste my time jumping on it. They have a Night of the Living Dead Aftermath wrap, 1 to 6 bag set, and a 7 to 12 bag set of 6 comics from Avatar Press. And they have a Night of the Living Dead Death Valley wrap, 1 to 5, five comic bag set by Avatar Press. And then we got Niobe Origins, number one, by Antarctic Press. The origin story, seven years in the making. Years ago, a talented teen named Niobe was performing in an all-girl, sorry about that, getting burp attacks, J-pop supergroup called the Geisha, the Geisha Dolls, or Geisha Dolls. At age 16, during a concert at a mall in Tokyo, she was being mobbed by fans when her powers manifested. A ring of light flashed before of everyone's eyes, and she was gone. Bad writing there, hopefully better writing in the book. She reappeared at the back of the building and quickly realized her life was about to change forever. Oh, yeah, if you could teleport yourself. Doesn't mean you got great powers, though. Just great responsibilities. All right, let's do one more. Ocean Will Take Us, number one. Also by Aftershock Comics. Something's lurking in the waters of Almanzar Bay. And when Casey March tries out for the swim team, he learns firsthand that messing with the social order of his new high school can have dangerous, even deadly consequences. From Bam, Bram Stoker award-winning writer Rich Doick and artist Carlos Oliveras comes a new tale of horror and intrigue where a group of high school outcasts band together to fight a growing evil in their school and town. Fun, fun, fun. All right, we'll get back with more stuff sometime soon.
Next up is Oniguri, hardcover by Viz Media. I don't know what this is, but it looks like a little... Uh, oh, what do you call it? A little rice ball. When a snack stands the test of time, you know it's good. Oniguri balls of rice that can be served plain, I guess I was right, or stuffed with tuna, mushrooms, sweet potatoes, and more, are one of the most delectable and convenient foods in Japanese cuisine. Ai Watanabe and Samuel Trifoot, founders of the popular restaurant Gilgil, or Gilly Gilly, present 36 delicious recipes showcasing the irresistible and versatile onigiri, the perfect food for life on the go. That's actually cool, because I always like those little rice ball things, and you just pack them with what you want. You got a meal on the go. I'd almost like to get that. I might actually, because that would make a great present for someone I can think of in the family. I could check out a couple recipes out of it before I give it to them. <laughs> it's always good to take advantage of someone else's gift and get two for one out of the deal. We got Outrage graphic novel by Rocket Ship Entertainment. How many times have you wanted to reach through the internet and strangle someone? Oh, <laughs> I can't count the times or at least give them a swift kick in the nuts yeah everyone feels the same way but what if you could anonymously quickly violently would you oh hell yeah in a future only five minutes away outrage is the story of a mysterious individual who can navigate the internet and physically manifest at the source of the vile bile that spews throughout social media, along with an array of weaponry limited only by his imagination, outrage can ex- exact can exact swift. I think it's ex- extract, not exact. Merciless justice on anyone who triggers, humiliates, mortifies, stalks, hawks box or otherwise abuses someone on the internet and also anyone who doesn't know the difference between there there and there but more importantly outrage is the story of trying to fight the anger inside the human soul who is outrage a virus is attacking people who abuse others on the internet Comedic ass-kickings are occurring across the country by a sentient electronic entity that appears through the personal devices of bullies and babies alike. Who or what is outrage? I don't know. I kind of want to know. That sounds kind of fun. I could see grabbing that out of a bargain bin someday. And it's a volume one, so I, I could see it. A lot of those end up going a long ways. I could see that one going for a while. All right, we got Pathfinder Fumbus number one, one shot by Dynamite Entertainment. 
leaping from the pages of your favorite Pathfinder adventure path. Fumbus, the alchemist goblin, undertakes an epic adventure in his own comic book. The story, by Fred Van Lente, celebrates all things goblin and delivers a tale that is exclusive for the first time in the direct market. And within the pages is a brand new Pathfinder playable content, including new magic items. Fumbus starts Fumbus stat block and background, and rules for making traps out of alchemy items. <clears throat> so it must somehow connect with the Pathfinder game that's been out there for quite some time. Alright, next up we got Peanut Butter Sisters and Other American Stories by Drawn and Quarterly. The Peanut Butter Sisters is a glorious balance of contradictions at once escapism and realism, science fiction and a slice and slice of life. Two students explore the urban landscape while following Newton Creek the polluted Queens-Brooklyn border. As they do, they plan a traditional Japanese play with contemporary pop culture. Another story features an intergalactic race <coughs> excuse me, of all living things set in the year 2099 and is a dazzling treatise, treatise on the environment and journalism. Hera's innate control of the comic's language is refreshingly unrivaled. I hope the writing's better than what I just read. Wish my reading was better than (laughs) what I just read. Alright, got Peanuts and Woodstock in a Birch Tree softcover by Titan Comics. Join the gang for summer camps, scout troops, baseball games, book reports, and discos. A facsimile edition of the 14th Peanuts paperback book that collects 188 pages of classic comic strips from 1978 to 1979. The ones I grew up on. They have a plague, living dead, rotting set of seven comics by Avatar Press. You can pick up. To start building your set. They have a poppin' buddy, Hawkeye. Pop, number two vinyl figure from Funko. They also have a Pop Pins, Marl Venom Carnage enamel pin. They have a Pop Pins, Marvel Venom Corrupted Chase group enamel pin. There's a Pop Pins, Marvel Venom Loki enamel pin. There's a Marvel Venom Thor enamel enamel pin, uh, a Django Star Wars Django Fett enamel pin. All these are by Pop and Funko. They have a Pop Rocks Eddie Van Halen with guitar vinyl figure. They have the Iron Maiden Eddie live live after death vinyl figure, and uh, Iron Maiden. Eddie Knights of the Dead vinyl figure. I'm guessing they're going to come out with all the Eddies through Funko Pops. Wouldn't hurt me. My uh, feelings at all. 
<clears throat> I think it would be cool to have a bunch of Eddies on your wall. Then we got a Poser trade paperback by A Wave Blue World. Long thought to be an urban legend in the underground music scene of Redondo Beach, Oyser is back to carve a gory slash through the heart of the Los Angeles South Bay. Collecting the complete four-issue miniseries for the first time, Poser upends traditional slasher troops, tropes and gives horror fans something new and exciting to talk about for years to come. I don't know who this character is, but sounds interesting. And then they have a pro binder, nine pockets, zippers, silver uh, card sleeves by Ultra Pearl. I like that. It's in a nice zippered case. They have a pro storage three drawer organizer by Ultra Pro for your comics. They had a couple different types of cases and organizers in the catalog. So keep an eye out for those for some new storage items for your cards and comics. And then we have Project Superpowers. Fractured States, number one, by Dynamite Entertainment. As the nation is torn apart, someone is murdering all the patriotic heroes. A mysterious amnesia awakens in a sealed underground base. Naked and abandoned, this John Doe emerges to the year 2052, where the entire Project Superpowers universe has been turned on its head. The United States is no more. Ravaged by environmental disaster and fragmented into warring regions, the Black Terror is now many revolutionaries trying to save the Republic. But who is John Doe? Why can't he remember anything? And does his presence in this brave new world bring its salvation or its doom? Don't know. But they have a dragon on the cover, so I don't know. Kind of confusing how that's the future, not the past. Alright. Yeah, Proteus Vex, Another Dawn trade paperback by Rebellion Comics. For 14 brutal centuries, the Empyrean Ascendant and the Obdurate have clashed in an intergalactic war that spanned planets and peoples. Then the war and the obdurate came to a dramatic end. Now the galaxies are picking up the pieces. In the midst of the sprawling, dazzling system of galaxies is Proteus Vex, ex-soldier for the Imperium Ascendant turned super-agent. He's fast, brutal, and he always gets his prey. But when he is sent to find his former superior officer, Vex finds himself caught up in a deadly conspiracy. Hit comment. Standard conspiracy story. Check it out, and we will get back to you with more stuff soon.